Welcome to Zichu Dafsi Manam Rabbi Abraham Goldari, and today we're Mesechus Ksubis Dav Tezvav. The end of the first parak Basula Nisays. The Zichu Mesechus Ksubis program has been generously sponsored as a schus for Hachazachas Torah. So the three dots we're going to focus on them. When the Mishnah on the bottom of Dav Yedal Ramabe stated, Rabbi Yossi said there was an incident involving a young girl who went to draw water from a spring and was violated by an unknown man. Rabbi Yochanan Nuri said, "Im Rova Anchei Masino Kahuna Arizo Tinasil Kahuna." If Rova the townspeople are fit to have their daughters and widows marry into the Kahuna, then this girl may be married into the Kahuna. Rav Nachman told Rav that this is what Rabbi Huda said in the name of Rav. This Mishnah follows the view of Rabbi Yeshua, and he rules leniently for the following reason. This incident in the Mishnah occurred among the wagons of Tzipori. Rashi explains that it took place during the market day when caravans come from outside the city. Therefore, there are tre rube, two majorities. Since the majority of the men in the city and the majority of the visitors have good yichos, she remains permitted to the kahuna. Rabbi Yeshua rules that the woman is possible when there's only one simple majority. But when there are two majorities, he rules that she's fit to marry a Kohen. The Gemara concludes that Amala Asim the rabbi set a high standard in Yichus cases regarding a Kohen, and in a case of a Suffolk, whether someone is fit for the Kohuna, two majorities are required. Pointing to Rabbi Zeris said, Any Suffolk relating to something stationed in its place, Kavua, is treated as having the probability of 50-50, whether this leads to a Kula or a Khumra. The Gemara asks, what is the derisive source for this ruling? And answers that the Pasuk states regarding a murderer, and ambushes him and rises up against him. It was on the base midrash, Rabbi Yanai Pratwazork Evan Lago, that the Pasuk's coming to exclude from capital punishment one who throws a stone into a group of people consisting of Jews and Kananim, and he kills a Jew. The Gemara asks, what the case is that requires this teaching? If the group consisted of nine Kananim and one Jew, the person would be exempt since the majority were Kananim. If the group was half Jews and half Kananim, it's a Suffolk. And the rule is Suffolk Nefashos Ahakil. In a Suffolk capital case, we rule leniently. Rather, the Gemara clarifies that the Pusik's needed in a case where there are nine Jews in the group and one Kanani. The person who threw the rock is not killed because the Havale Kanani Kavua. The Kanani is considered Kavua, stationed in place, and any Suffolk relating to something Kavua is treated as having a probability of 50-50. And pointing with you, the Gemara brings a mission to Makshim that stated, If one found an abandoned child in a city, if Rova the residents are Nachrim, he's a Nachri. If Rova the residents are Jews, he's a Jew. Maxal Maxa Yisrael, if half the residents are Jews and half are Nachrim, he's treated as a Jew. Rapopov said that when the Mishnah say that if the majority of the residents are Nachrim, he's treated as a Nachri, it means that we're permitted to feed him Nevelos. When the Mishnah say that if the majority of the residents are Jews, he's treated as a Jew, it's with regard to Hashavah Saveda, returning his lost property to him. When the Mishnah say that if half the city are Jews and a half are Nachrim, he's treated as a Jew, Rishakish said it's Lenazakin, referring to damages. This would be a case where the child's ox gored a Jew's ox. If the ox is a tam, as a Jew he pays half, and he can say to the claimants, bring proof that I'm not a Jew, and then I'll pay you the full price. So once again, the three points are number one. The Mishnah on the bottom, Daf Yud Dalanamabe, stated, Rabbi Yossi said there was an incident involving a young girl who went to draw water from a spring and was violated by an unknown man. Rabbi Yochan Ben-Nuri said, Im rov kahuna, kahuna. If Rova the townspeople are fit to have their daughters and widows marry into the kahuna, then this girl may be married into the kahuna. Rav Nachman told Rav that this is what Rabbi Huda said in the name of Rav. This Mishnah follows the view of Rabbi Yeshua, and he rules leniently for the following reason. This incident in the Mishnah occurred among the wagons of Sipori. 
Rashi explains that it took place during the market day when caravans come from outside the city. Therefore, there are Trey Rube, two majorities. Since the majority of the men in the city and the majority of the visitors have good yichus, she remains permitted to the kahuna. Rabbi Yeshua rules that the woman is possible when there's only one simple majority. But when there are two majorities, he rules that she's fit to marry a Kohen. The Gemara concludes that Amala Asim the rabbi set a high standard in Yichos cases regarding a Kohen, and in a case of a Suffolk, whether someone is fit for the Kohuna, two majorities are required. Pointing to Rabbi Zeris said, Kol Kavul Kamaksal Maksadami, Ben Lakula Ben any Suffolk relating to something stationed in its place, Kavua, is treated as having the probability of 50 50, whether this leads to a Kula or a Khumra. The Gemara asks, what is the derisive source for this ruling? And answers that the Pasuk states regarding a murderer, Ba'arvlova come alav, and ambushes him and rises up against him. It was on the base midrash, Rabbi Yanai, Prat Lazork, Evan Lago, that the Pasuk's coming to exclude from capital punishment one who throws a stone into a group of people consisting of Jews and Kananim, and he kills a Jew. The Gemara asks, what the case is that requires this teaching. If the group consisted of nine Kananim and one Jew, the person would be exempt since the majority were Kananim. If the group was half Jews and half Kananim, it's a Suffolk. And the rule is Suffolk Nefashel Zahakil. In a Suffolk capital case, we rule leniently. Rather, the Gemara clarifies that the Pusik's needed in a case where there are nine Jews in the group and one Kanani. The person who threw the rock is not killed because the Havali Kanani Kavua. The Kanani is considered Kavua, stationed in place, and any Suffolk relating to something Kavua is treated as having a probability of 50-50. And pointing with you, the Gemara brings a mission to Makshim that stated, If one found an abandoned child in a city, if Rova the residents are Nachrim, he's a Nachri. If Rova the residents are Jews, he's a Jew. Maxal Maxa Yisrael, if half the residents are Jews and half are Nachrim, he's treated as a Jew. Rapapif said that when the Mishnah said that if the majority of the residents are Nachrim, he's treated as a Nachri, it means that we're permitted to feed him Nevelos. When the Mishnah said that if the majority of the residents are Jews, he's treated as a Jew, it's with regard to Hashem Saveda returning his lost property to him. When the Mishnah said that if half the city are Jews and a half are Nachrim, he's treated as a Jew, Rishwaki said it's Lenazakin, referring to damages. This would be a case where the child's ox gored a Jew's ox. If the ox is a Tam, as a Jew he pays half, and he can say to the claimants, Bring proof that I'm not a Jew, and then I'll pay you the full price. All right, so now we go to our Simmer Dov Tezvav, and our standard simon is a fruit bowl, because Tezvav reminds us of Tubishvat. Tubishvat relates to fruit, and we use a fruit bowl to make a little more distinct. So here goes. It was a dark day when the majority of Jewish caravans carrying fruit bowls rolled into the town with the majority of Jews, for a young girl was violated, and then someone threw a heavy fruit bowl into a group of nine Jews and one Nachri, and killed a Jew. Right next to our little baby was found abandoned inside a fruit bowl. Once again, it's slow motion. It was a dark day when the majority of Jewish caravans carrying fruit bowls, fruit bowls, that must mean we're on duff, tezvav, tubashvat, fruit. It was a dark day when the majority of Jewish caravans carrying fruit bowls rolled into the town with the majority of Jews for a young girl who was violated, which reminds us of Yeshua rule that a young girl who was violated was permitted to marry Cohen because the incident took place when the majority of the town had good yuchas and the majority of caravans coming to the market were Jewish. Therefore, there were two majorities. The Gemara concludes that my last the rabbi set a high standard in yuchas cases regarding a Cohen and in a case of a Suffolk, whether someone is fit for the Kohuna, two majorities are required. So it was a dark day day when the majority of Jewish caravans carrying fruit bowls rolled into the town with the majority of Jews for a young girl was violated. And then someone threw a heavy fruit bowl into a group of nine Jews and one Nachri and killed a Jew, which reminds us the source for Kol Kabul Kamaksal Maksadami is the pus regarding a murderer, Ba'ar of Lov and ambushes him and rises up against him. And it was taught in the base midrash of Rabbi Yanai, 
that the Pasuk is coming to exclude from capital punishment one who throws a stone into a group of people consisting of Jews and Canaanim, and he kills a Jew. The Gemara clarifies that the Pasuk is needed in the case where there are nine Jews in the group and one Canaanim. The person who threw the rock is not killed because the Canaanim is considered stationed in place, Kavua, and any Safak relating to something Kavua is treated as having a probability of 50-50. So it was a dark day when the majority of Jewish caravans carrying fruit bowls rolled into the town with the majority of Jews for a young girl was violated. And then someone threw a heavy fruit bowl into a group of nine Jews and one Nakri and killed a Jew right next to where a little baby was found abandoned inside a fruit bowl. Which reminds me, we learned that if one found an abandoned child in the city, if Rova the residents are Nakrim, he's a Nakri and can be fed in the Velas. If Rova the residents are Jews, he's a Jew regarding Hashavah's Aveda, returning lost objects. Maxal Maxi Yisrael, if half the residents are Jews and half are Nakrim, he is treated as a Jew with regards to damages, such as paying half damages for a Tom. So once again, it was a dark day when the majority of Jewish caravans carrying fruit bowls rolled into the town with the majority of Jews for a young girl was violated. And then someone threw a heavy fruit bowl into a group of nine Jews and one Nachri and killed a Jew, right next to where a little baby was found abandoned inside a fruit bowl. All right, now it's time for our four blabat Hazara. Daf Yudolf. So the similar Daf Yudolf is stars like the 11 stars in Yosef's dream. So here goes. The happy young Ger lying in his bed looking up at the shining stars in the sky. Stars? That must be more on Daf Yudolf. The happy young Gare lying in his bed looking up at the shining stars in the sky while holding a picture of the basin that converted him. Which reminds us, Ravuna said, Gare katan mabilino so al das basin. In the case of a katan that converts, we immerse him in the mikvah on the understanding of basin. Rashi explains that when the katan does not have a father, a basin can serve in his father's place, enabling the child to convert through them. Ravuna is coming to teach us that it's a schus for a young Gare to convert, and it's only for an adult, the tam tam de isura, who has tasted the taste of Easter, that conversion is not a schus. So the happy young Garrett lying in his bed, looking up at the shining stars in the sky while holding a picture of the basin that converted him, was shocked when his older sister stormed into the room and declared she was going to renounce her conversion. Which reminds us, Rabbi Yosef said regarding minors that convert, when they get older, they may renounce their conversion. Rashi explains that this then applies even in the case where the child converted along with his father. Gamora clarifies that once she becomes an adult for one moment and does not renounce her conversion, she is no longer able to do so. So the happy young girl lying in his bed looking up at the shining stars in the sky while holding a picture of the basin that converted him was shocked when his older sister stormed into the room and declared she was going to renounce her conversion. After being injured by a young boy's piece of wood. Which reminds us, Rav Yudah said in the name of Rav, Katan Habal Asa Mukas Eitz, a minor boy who has relations with an adult female renders her a Mukas Eitz. Rush explains that even though a bia of a minor is not a bia, it's no less than an inserted piece of wood in terms of rupturing her basuim. Therefore, according to the Chamim, she'd only receive a ksuba of a mana and she would be forbidden to a kongado who must marry a basua. Shmuel disagreed and said, a Mukas Eitz babasar, there's no such thing as a Mukas Eitz caused by flesh. If such relations do not render her a non-basula, they also do not make her a mukasait. Dafyud base. So the similar Dafyud base is twelve brothers. So here goes. The twelve brothers from Yehuda, twelve brothers, that must be one Daf Yud base. The twelve brothers from Yehuda eating with their new brother-in-law, who told them to not even try to make a tinus basulim, which reminds us the next mission states, Ha'ocha eats Yehuda, Shalobi Adam, if one eats in his father-in-law's house in Yehuda, 
after Kedush, without aiding that he did not have Yichud with the Kala, he could not make a claim of Tanis Fasuna because it was the Minag in Yehuda that he has Yichud with her during these visits. The Gemara infers from the fact that the Mishnah stated, if one eats, that there are places in Yehuda where one does not eat in his father-in-law's house during the period of Kedusha, and therefore, Achasin in those places could bring a Tanis Fasuna. So the twelve brothers from Yehuda eating with their new brother-in-law, who told them to not even try to make a Tanis were showing him that the Ksuba Mount to marry the Masula's sister was the same as one for an Almana Bas Kohen, which reminds us that there were two Takanas made for the Ksuba of a Bas Kohen Almana. When the Kohanim saw people were still divorcing the Almanas and the amount was not a deterrent, they raised the amount to 200 Zuz. But when they saw people choosing a Bas Yisrael Basula for that amount, they lowered it back down to Almana. So the twelve brothers from Yehuda eating with their new brother-in-law, who told him to not even try to make a Tainas Vesulim, were showing him that the Kasuba amount to marry their Vesula's sister was the same as one for an Amanamas Cohen, when their sister rushed in to tell her husband that she was certain that his field had just flooded. Which reminds us, the Gemara wanted to compare the case of one who marries a woman and does not find her Vesulim, and she says, After you were Makadosh me, I was violated. And this is the case of the buyer's field was flooded, to a case where one said to the other, you owe me a mana, and the other one says, I don't know. Rav Yehuda and Rav Huna said he is chayev, bari b'shema, bari adaf, and Rav Nachman and Rav Yochanan said he is pater, ukimamana bechazos mari. We got the money remain with its current owner. The Gemara answer Rav Huna could say that his view is in accordance with Magamliel, for Magamliel only believed the wife because of a migu, for she could have claimed she was a mukas eitz, but there was no migu in the loan case. Alternatively, Magamliel holds we keep the woman in her chazaka of being a basula, whereas in the loan dispute, the plaintiff has no chazaka. Daf Yud Gimel, so the Simr Daf Yud Gimel is a Bar Mitzvah boy. So here goes. The overly zealous Bar Mitzvah boy, Bar Mitzvah boy, that must be on Daf Yud Gimel. The overly zealous Bar Mitzvah boy who saw a woman speaking with a man and brought Basin to see for themselves, which reminds us, the next mission of states regarding Basin, they saw an unmarried woman speaking with someone and they asked her, what's the nature of this man? And she replied, Ish pony he's pony is a cohen. She's believer. Yeshua says, we do not live by our mouth. Ella, she has a chazak of having relations with the Nasan or Mamzer until she brings proof to her claim. The brings on Chok is going, what is meant by speaking? Ziri says, Nistra, it means she was in seclusion with him, and Ravasi says, Nivola, it means she had relations with him. A Pasuk is brought to show that speaking is a euphemism for having relations. So, the overly zealous Bar Mitzvah boy who saw a woman speaking with a man and brought Basin to see for themselves had his friends take out the ruins in the city and ruins in the field, which reminds us that more brings several challenges to Ravasi's position. It was stated in the Brisa, They saw her enter with a man into a secluded place or ruin, and they asked her, what's the nature of this man? According to Ravasi, who holds speaking is having relations, what's the need for two cases? The Gemara answers that the Brisa is speaking of two types of ruins, the ruins in a city and ruins in a field. If the Bryce only brought the case of ruins in the city, we'd say that this is a case where Mangamliel believes her, since robed men in a Jewish city are fit for her. And if it only taught the case of a ruin in the field, we'd say that perhaps it's only there Rabbi Yeshua disagrees, but in a Jewish city, he would agree. The Gemara eventually refutes Ravasi's position. So the overly zealous Bar Mitzvah boy who saw a woman speaking with a man and brought Basin to see for themselves had his friends take out the ruins in the city and ruins in the field and hoped to hear that Basin would rule that her daughter is possible despite her mother's chazaka. Which reminds Rabbi Yochanan said to the ones who rule that she's fit, referring to Ramagam Rabbi Yezer, they rule her daughter is fit as well. And according to the one 
Rabbi Yeshua, who rules her puzzle, he rules her daughter's puzzle as well. But Rabbi Lazar says, To the one who rules her fit, he rules her daughter's puzzle. Rabbi said that Rabbi Lazar's reason is that it's well that her mother is fit, for she has a chazaka of kashras, but her daughter does not have a chazaka of kashras. Daf Yedal. So the similar Daf Yedal, it is a hand, and we often use a juggler. So here goes. The Almanis Isa juggler, who was careful to check the yichas of her dough before her show, which reminds us of bias Rabbi, Rabbi Yeshua really said that a woman is not believed to say that she had relations with the kosher man to permit her to marry a Cohen. From Mishnah Adios taught that Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Yudah Ben-Misera testified, Almanis Isa Shikashero Kohuna, regarding an Almana of a person with a suffix status, meaning an Almana of a suffix halal, that she's permitted to marry into the Kohuna. We see from here that Rabbi Yeshua permits her to marry to the Kuna, presumably based on her chazaka that she was permitted to marry a Kohen before this marriage. Rabbi said to Abayin that the cases do not compare. Hasim isha nises bodekas venises. There we say that a woman who marries first checks her husband's yichus and then marries. But here, when a woman acts immorally, does a woman first check the man's yichus before acting immorally? So the Almanis Isa juggler, who was careful to check the yichus of her dough before her show, was about to do a double Safak act with her son, which reminds us, Rabbi points out that the same Mishnah contradicts Rabbi Gamliel's position. Rabbi answers that there are no contradictions. Regarding Rabbi Gamliel, Hasim Bari HaChashema. In our Mishnah, the woman is Bari, about whom she had relations with. Whereas here, with the Almanah to the Safak Halal, her claim is only a Shema. And regarding Rabbi Yeshua, Hasim Chatzveka, Hacha Treisveka. In our mission, there's only one Suffolk, whereas here there are two Svekos. Rashi explains that in the mission's case, there's only one Suffolk whether the woman had relations with a fit man. In the case of Adias, the mother of the deceased Cohen was a Suffolk herself, and this widow of her son is a second Suffolk. So the Almanis Isa juggler, who was careful to check the yichas of her dough before her show, was about to do a double Suffolk act with her son, when a commotion erupted because the Suffolk halalim could not be recognized in the crowd. Which reminds us, we have a Bryce with various opinions regarding what is an Almanis Isa, and concludes Yisrael recognizes the Mamzerim among them, but they do not recognize the halalim among them. All right, now it's time to conclude our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff do we discuss the status of an abandoned child, whether the child is considered a Jew or a Nakri? That's on Duff. Tezvav. Good. Number two, which of the one that Yisrael recognizes the Mamzerim among them, but they do not recognize the Chalalim among them? That's on Duff. Yedad. Good. Number three. Which stuffy one the Rabbi Shimon Gamliel holds that a ksuba for a basula is a derisa, and it's learned from the Pasuk, Kesev Yishko Kamohar Abasulos, and the ksuba of an almana is a derabban, that's on Dav. Yud. Good number four. Which stuffy of the case where the Kala says she was violated and your field was flooded, and it's not necessarily like the loan case, that's on Dav. Yud base. Good number five. Which of the one that one reason Batsheva was not forbidden to Dovin and Malk is that Uriah gave her a get, Altanai, when he went to war. That's on Dov. Test. Good number six. Which stuff do we have a Malkok is whether a minor who has relations with a Gadola makes her into a Mukas Eitz. That's on Dov. Yidolov. Good number seven. Which stuff do we have a holds that a woman who was violated is mutter to marry a Cohen when there is two majorities. That's on Dov. Tezvav. Good number eight. When the Rabbi said there is no contradiction with Rabbi Yeshua, in the mission there is one Suffolk with a woman who acted immorally, whereas with the Almanis Isa, there are two Sveikos. That's on Dav. Yedav. Good number nine. Which Dav is whether the daughter is puzzled despite her mother's chazaka of being permitted to a Kohen. That's on Dav. 
Yud Gimel. Good number 10. Which is when the Kol Kavul Kamatzal Maksadami is from the Pasuk regarding a murderer and was coming to exclude a case where someone threw a rock into a group of nine Jews and one Kanani and killed a Jew. That's on Dav. Tezvav. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ram Goldham Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.